0: By now, you've heard of cannabis edibles. They come in all shapes and forms, from magic brownies to pot-infused teas and gummies. But you may have questions about how they work and what to expect when you actually take one. James Beard award-winning pastry chef Mindy Siegel is a pioneer in the edibles industry. Now she partnered with Cresco Labs back when Illinois legalized medical marijuana in 2014. That's one of the largest cannabis wholesalers in the US. And she joins us now for more on her cannabis-infused treats. Hi, Chef Mindy, welcome. Hi, welcome, happy 420. Happy 420 to you too. So as we mentioned, you are an award-winning pastry chef. You opened your namesake restaurant back in 2005, though. And so I want to know how you got involved in the cannabis industry. Um, well, um, it was a fun
1: road. Um, I'm I'm an avid um, believer that cannabis should be legal everywhere. And um, I'm an advocate um, for it medicinally and also recreationally. And I, you know, I... I'm a pastry chef. I'm a, I'm a little um, on the edge, and most people think that, so I wasn't surprised when what do you I got... Mean? Well, I'm, you know, I kind of like, I don't know, I marched to a different beat, I guess. I, I pretty much, you know, it's my rules kind of thing, yeah. and um, I've always been pretty outspoken about my opinions about cooking and stuff like that, so I had a feeling that people were going to approach me, and I got approached by um, Cresco, and they were very early company when I met with them and we developed this relationship and we sort of talked about core values of you know how we wanted to make edibles and how we we saw you know kind of like leading the industry i guess yeah and um it's sort of like it just worked and it happened, but it didn't. It happened very slowly. So yeah, well, you know, it started in 2014. You know, it was a very long process, and you know, we're in a good place
0: right now. Yeah, in 2016, that's when you launched what's now called Mindy's chef-led artisanal edibles. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell me, what was the state's cannabis industry like in 2016? Well, it was going medicinal
1: only. So I, you know, I think I, I could, I could really tell you mostly about how it was perceived and, um, how people were trying to figure out, excuse me, how to figure out how to use edibles, how to use the plant for medicinal purposes. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like by me having a face in a different industry that was kind of like coincides with cannabis, um, I was able to make people feel comfortable to try it. Or to figure out whether it was something that they could use either for their child or for themselves for mm-hmm. a medicinal purpose. So it's very different than recreational.
0: I read that you consulted your parents about getting involved. I did. Well, in...
1: you know, I use it medicinally. So, um,
0: well, what I did wanted... they say?
1: What did they have well, to say? Well, my, you know, my parents—they <laughs> were very cool. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I was—I was an older woman at the point, so I could really make my own decisions. But um, you know, I. I really wanted my parents. I wanted to know what they felt about it and how they, if they were going to be supportive, and they were very supportive. And um, yeah, my father died. So um, in this in this process, but we, you know, because of my knowledge about cannabis, I was yeah. able to um, give him some relief before he passed away. So that was another reason why I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your. Oh, it, you know.
0: Um, He's in a good place. Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask you about some of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome since then. Obviously, losing a loved one while trying to get all this done. Yes,
1: yes. Well, you know, stigma is a big one. Um, I did lose some business because of it. Probably now I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have, that wouldn't happen because it's much more normalized now. Um no, back then and people I knew, thought you I were knew, radical. I, I, and I was because I, I did take a step. I, I, I took a chance, you know, and it, and it, because I have a James Beard Award. I own my own restaurant. I had employees, you know. I have investors in my restaurant. I, you know, it, I, I, but I wanted to take that chance. I wanted to have people question why I was doing what I was doing. I, I wanted to shake it up, because I also wanted my name. To be on an edible that I knew people that had no idea what they were doing could try something and feel comfortable about it, mm-hmm. and feel good to know that you know I'm endorsing it because I created I created the line.
0: So you yeah, know. we'll talk more about the the products. Tell us about them and where can folks find yeah. them?
1: Um, well, they're at dispensaries, obviously. Um, five states right now: um, Ohio, California, Illinois, Massachusetts. And Michigan, So we're there. We're yeah. around. Um, well, we started out, so, you know, we sat around this table discussing, well, what do you want to make, you know? And I was like, I want to make my brittles because I, I wanted to do things that were things that I had, that I do in my restaurant. Things that, like, reminded you of my desserts or reminded you of my style of baking. And we started out with my brittles and, you know... In a little tiny little corner in the lab, and, you know, in, um, in Joliet, and it just grew. You know, we now make gummies and um, the chocolates, and we're relaunching the fruit chews, and then there's going to be heart
0: sweets, so um, it's a big line. You mentioned the lab. I want to hear more about... The science behind well, the cannabis-infused tree. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I can give you what I know
1: mostly. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not the scientist; I'm the creator. So we, the the greatest thing about working with a company like Cresco, is that I have a very big support system, and it's I'm I'm like this much tiny little piece of the success of that brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I we, we I work with food scientists. I work with um, very great pe- people that like know how to market things and launch things and the kitchen staff. It's, it's a huge support network. Um, we knew that we wanted the edibles to have a no taste, so without terpenes. So um, getting to that point and to working on that and to really having the flavor be the forefront and the product as opposed to um, the cannabis flavor, we wanted it to be like, well, I want to eat this gummy every day. Because it's delicious, though,
0: mm-hmm. so, or the so chocolates. Then that's that's where it gets dangerous. How how can you tell how strong they are?
1: You can tell how strong they are because on the package it says five milligrams, or it says one to one five milligrams of Ooh. CBD, five milligrams of THC. Mandy. But it, you know, the good news is is that this industry is regulated. So if it says five milligrams, it's five milligrams, and and um, you know it's. That's what's great about working with a company like Cresco is that I'm allowed to um, we're allowed to experiment with that. And so we did, and they have no taste. So five milligrams is a smaller dose. It's considered to be microdosing. So um, it's yeah, And, and, and and they're they're a perfect five milligrams, I should say.
0: What are some of the most common misconceptions about edibles? You mentioned earlier stigma and all of, all those things, but edibles specifically, like what eating
1: it- eating edibles as opposed to smoking cannabis. Yes. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Um, well, there's you know it 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 enters your system differently than smoking it. So smoking it or or ingesting it that way, you're getting it immediately. But for edibles, there's a time factor. And I think a lot of people don't realize that there is a time factor, and you could actually take more because you're thinking nothing's going to happen. Mm, okay. So you have to trust, trust the time um, that it takes to get into your system.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel about her cannabis-infused desserts. Chef, how do you go about crafting a new edible dessert? Oh, it's fun. Oh, I bet. Okay. And it's so funny that you said dessert, okay?
1: Because I have retired from making desserts. I am now a baker because I have a, a bakery now, not a restaurant. Okay. And so I don't make desserts anymore. I just I make pastry. So, I mean, it, it's just that's a funny joke for me. Sorry, um, but um, so I'll tell you, it's it's a fun, very fun process. Um, there is a huge group of people that work the, each department in the edible company, and you know. We bring everybody to a table and I bake and I do a tasting for everybody and I make desserts that are based on you know, the flavors and the reason why I want to do the flavors that I'm doing. And it's, the, it's most important for the food scientist department because they really understand where I'm getting the flavor from mm-hmm. and why I'm getting that flavor. And that's the first process. The second process is is that they do go into the kitchen and they make my recipe with the flavors and the flavor profiles with our company that we infuse our flavors from. So then that happens and mm-hmm. it's like tasting and saying no, tasting and saying, okay, yes, no. It's really just like creating a dessert, you know, or, or a dish for a restaurant.
0: And then how do they make it to dispensaries in Illinois?
1: Well, we have a, we have a, um, we we make it in Joliet in our facility, our grow site facility. And um, they, yeah, we have a team of people and we've got machinery and it's, it's a whole operation. It's an operation. Yeah.
0: Well, what do you say to someone who is trying one of your edibles for the very first time? How do they approach it?
1: Well, um, it's very easy because most people for the first time can't take 10 milligrams, which is what a, a, a usual, like, doses, excuse me, dosage is, is 10 milligrams. So that's half, my my, my gummies are half
0: that, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We also have two milligram um, gummies. So they're very easy to take. I mean, it's not like something's going to happen, you know? Like, it's not going to be a nightmare, because everybody has a story about eating too much edibles and having too many milligrams We've in your system. We've all heard the nightmare and stories. All the nightmare stories. Very, I, I would say eating two milligrams or five milligrams is not going to get you that crazy. Where you're going to have a bad experience.
0: Okay. Um, I hope. <laughs> right. That's the goal. Uh, let's talk about your restaurant, Mindy's Bakery. Yeah, um, it's not a restaurant. It's set to. It's, it's, it's a bakery. Yeah, and you make pastries. Yeah, got it. Thank you. It's set to. Sorry, open. I was, it's so personal to me. <laughs> no, this yeah. is important. It, yeah. It, so you're going to open it next so, month. Yeah.
1: I, I I was planning on closing my restaurant during I, on um, in in May of 2020, which is ironic because that's when the pandemic happened, and so I just closed Hot Chocolate early,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, started doing the bakery full time out of Hot Chocolate space, and we were selling on the weekends and. You know, I it, it was just trying to see where this was going to go and how it was going to turn out, and it turned out to be pretty good. And mm. um, I bought a building. and
0: How have you been operating during the pandemic? I have. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been great. No challenges?
1: Um, well, the challenge is that I had to make hot
0: chocolate into
1: a bakery as opposed to a restaurant, and that was weird because I didn't have enough Stuff and I needed to bring stuff in, so that that was challenging. And also, building something right now has been a major challenge because supply chain is right. horrible, and um, I've been delayed quite a bit. So we're just we're getting there. We're in the space. We're almost ready to open, and I really can't wait.
0: You know, you've also said, and I'm getting the sense of that yeah. now. It was time for a fresh start.
1: You know, I've been working on opening a bakery for 10 years. Um, I really am a pastry chef by trade. I I don't know why I opened a restaurant in the first place. It was a great restaurant, 15 years, had a great run. Absolutely. Most people can't say that. Very successful. Um, I, yeah, I would, yeah.
0: What's going to be successful. on the menu at the bakery?
1: Um... A lot of bagels and bialys—that's that's our specialty. That's but um, yeah, really good <laughs> stuff. Um, but we do all vinosary pastry, and we're gonna do we're gonna do some bread. It's it's gonna be a full service bakery, but re- not full service. It's gonna be a retail bakery, and there's gonna be a lot of really great original stuff that I've been working on.
0: Well, you know, as as the state's cannabis industry continues to grow, what are you gonna be paying attention to?
1: Um, I'm, 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 I'll tell you, I'm really looking forward to expanding the brand um, across the country and um, introducing the chocolates and the gummies and the, you know, all the different lines and maybe being some creative stuff and mm-hmm. doing some new, brand, new products. I'm really looking forward to growing.
0: Maybe one day we'll see your edibles at Mindy's Bakery?
1: Uh, if I get a license, I'm not applying for one, <laughs> though, because I'll leave that to the dispensaries. Well, before
0: I let you go, Chef, how are you going to celebrate 420? Well, I already have. (laughs) At 4 o'clock this morning. That is Chef Mindy Siegel. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.